Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space. Jazz hands. <laughs> that works. <laughs> We're all a little wired right now. Episode, welcome, welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 62. We are a wild star podcast bringing you the news, views, and opinions from the planet Nexus and beyond. My name is Doc, and every week, as always, I have my stalwart co-hosts, Indigo. Hey, hey. And Krug. Hi, everybody. Uh, so, we kind of have a week in review, but it's not so much an individual week in review. So, let's just, just get right into it. We've kind of been spending the last 48 hours getting our nerd on at Long Beach Comic Con. What? What? Yeah, it was pretty great. It Up was super in the fun. LB? <laughs> okay. I was going to start quoting Sublime, but then Krug would have an aneurysm about <laughs> copyright infringement. Yes, he would. <laughs> Summertime and the living's easy. <laughs> Krug, so this is special for Krug because once again we are on uh, untrodden ground with him. This is his mm-hmm. first ever convention. It is my first ever nerd convention. So I've been to conventions before, but I haven't been to one that is towards this kind of passion of mine. The only convention I've conventions I've been to have been ones about lighting design and sound design and well, stuff like well, that. Aren't those considered to be expos? I don't know what the difference between those two things are, but I'll yeah. believe you if you tell me that's the case. What is the difference between an expo and a con? Uh, I think the con. I how think the expensive expo, the stuff is, like expos and like, I mean, literally thousand dollar things versus. Literally, uh, there's a Long Beach Comic Con, and then there's a Long Beach Comic Expo in six months, which is where I'm actually going to be having my first booth on my own. Which I'm really excited I, for. So I, I, I I'm with I'm honestly with Kirk. I, I have no idea what the difference is. I think an expo I was is just more like to... advertising and a well, no, they're both just kind of advertising. <laughs> either, yeah, either, right? either either way, uh, the reason I even said it was just to like give a differentiation. Like, nah, that's an expo. That's not con. It's totally con. <laughs> but anyways, it was really really fun, and uh, I can talk about it briefly if you guys afford me the uh, the privilege. Sure. Yours. Sweet. So we show up. And I'm used to this heavy production type convention because, again, it's all for production people. What do you? I'm with you. I know exactly what you're about to say. So I'm just sighing. I thought you were angry that I was saying this. No, 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 it's too long. So continue. (laughs) No, 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 it's not going to be too long. So I'm used to like big, giant booths. You couldn't even call them booths. They're all stages. And uh, and like lighting everywhere and the room thick with fog and just like everything's dark so you can see all the production that's being put in and like it's just so great and everything's loud. Comic Con was just or yeah this this Comic Con was just kind of chill like small booths run by you know local people they're all drawing and stuff like the most heavy production value I saw at a booth was uh, a camera pointing at somebody's like drawing pad so that you could see him draw without leaning over the table. That was that was like the most intense thing. But everybody was super approachable. The cosplay was amazing, which we'll have a bunch of pictures of cosplay on Q Times once we've all finished our write-ups and stuff. And uh Wait, I'm doing a write-up? Yeah. We yeah, we are. You don't have to. Oh, okay, good, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Scrub. 
I'm more of a speaker. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, and it's it was just it was great, and and honestly, the genuinely the most entertaining thing about it was the rest of the people there were all really nice i'm used to like super flashy business people in suits that are all self hey uh would you like to come buy some of my products do you see that face that indigo is making sure. that is their personality in a nutshell like you don't <laughs> he didn't even need to say anything just the face uh but yeah it was super totally awesome trust us we have sharp suits well, <laughs> that's actually a good reason for me not to trust you um <laughs> it was it was great and i can't wait for my next one can i can i can i quote you on what? <laughs> uh, on, on on the first thing you told me. First thing okay. he said quote was. Okay, I'm gonna Oh quote yeah, you. I remember I remember exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Feel free. So uh Krug and I are walking around and we've we've just walked in and Krug goes, um, dude. I'm like, what man? He's like, uh I've fallen in love ten times and I've only been here eight minutes. Yep. <laughs> yep. That, there uh, were very, very pretty men and women there. There so, were. There are. And, and, and Doc isn't joking. Like, very, very pretty no, men. My, my, favorite, <laughs> my two favorite cosplay um, were both men, surprisingly enough. One was uh, a background character. He literally just had a green shirt on and blue slacks, and he had a simple sign on his chest that said background character. And oh, yeah. I spotted him to take great. a picture. When I spotted him to take a picture, he's like, wait, wait, wait. And he ran, like, 20 feet away. And like moves himself like five feet to the side, so he's kind of in the way. And he's like, okay, shoot. So when I shot him, he literally was a background character. And the other one was a uh, a guy who wore a Totodile felt hat from Pokemon and blue uh, yes. blue shorts, and that's it. And Saturday he was oiled up, so he was a shiny Totodile. No, no, no. I'm my gonna show the stream my favorite one, and you guys can keep talking. <laughs> uh, for those of you that can't read it, it says uh, we'll vote for Trump uh, for more Lemon Pledge. Lemon there it page. is. We'll vote for Trump we'll, for more Lemon Pledge. It was amazing. Uh, That's as political as we're ever going to get. Um, parody. And uh, I know. And see, my favorite was uh, the dude dressed up as the chick from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh yes. Yeah. With that that, that beard. Who was who was uh, <laughs> that had a uh, competition with his girlfriend who was playing Slave Leia Harley Quinn. Uh, who's very attractive, but, uh, I looked over. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna give the edge to her until. I, I, well, I looked over him and I was like, dude, and I, I, I was like, that's awesome. And he stops over and he goes, yeah, I even have an avocado. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. Avocado, what? Yeah, he did. Oh, a dragon egg. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, I even have an avocado. And then he tells us about a competition that he's having with his girlfriend. I was like, to be completely honest with you, I noticed you first out of the, of the, like the line of attractive women. Like I noticed you first. So if that helps you at all. And he's like, yeah. It's consent. <laughs> wow. Anyways, anyways, uh, Krug and I, I had to emphasize with your real name for that one. Uh, to be honest, Krug, Krug, Krug and I, Krug and I went and uh, got to explore a lot more. Doc, you you were actually uh, working, uh, quote unquote. I have a friend who's been starting to get into convention scenes. Uh, she has a very very niche product, and she's like, "Hey, man, I know you're." Real talkative and you help out a lot. Can you help me for Long Beach? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we get there the morning of to set up the booth and we find out someone else is in our booth. That's awesome. Uh, apparently there was some weird mishaps behind the scenes. Like the only real bad thing I saw the whole show, but left us without a booth. Uh, we were like, oh, a good quarter of the way into the active sales day until they finally just gave us a booth. 
Uh, once that happened, it, it rolled out pretty well. I did a ton of people sketching. I'll put those pictures up on like Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I made a, I made a few commissions myself, and uh, luckily I was able to finally jump ahead of the bus and sign myself up for my own booth uh, for February's Comic Expo because there's really not a whole lot left in this year to get a booth at besides Kamikaze in L.A., which is sold out. So I had a ton of fun just drawing people and talking to everybody and just meeting all my favorites, like Peter Paul, who's a, a storyboard artist for um, – for Clerks, the animated series, and How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, Travis Hansen, who is one of my favorite webcomic artists. Got to meet Jim Cummings, who's the voice of Winnie the Pooh. All, all sorts of just a lot of awesome people. Oh, I got to meet Chris Sanders. He Apparently, he's a friend of my friend. And we sat there for like 30 minutes, and we're just sitting there going back and forth, and I'm, I'm giving him my Stitch spiel because I, I was talking about how my daughter and I love Lilo and Stitch, and I started just doing the Stitch thing, and he was like, oh, that's cool. It was just fun. <laughs> so, so Doc introduced me to uh, an artist, uh, and we interviewed him for Q Times. And I actually went over and 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 bought some stuff. And I just wanted to show it because I really like. I don't know if I can see it without the. It, it it's basically if uh, if um, fairy tale creatures existed during World War One, and the, that is a bunch of goblins uh, in the trenches. In the trenches. Uh, and I just absolutely loved it, and I had to buy it, so I did. <laughs> we should probably move on with what we're here for, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the reason why we're a little more talking about our fun con is because that was most of our week was getting ready for it. We have video we're going to put up soon for Q Times and all that fun stuff. But also, um, it's not a bad thing, but uh, I, I don't know. If, I'm pretty sure I can speak for all three of us. And like, we're kind of in standby mode, aren't we? Oh, yeah. And we've been saying this for a little while, but it, and it's not just but, us. We'll log in for a little bit and play. Yeah, but not as heavily as we use as we normally do. Yeah, and it's just because there's so much changing going to happen, and honestly, I don't think we're the only ones that that feel that way. Uh, the The amount of people that are actually still in game running around is it didn't look like a huge amount, um, and uh, it it I mean we tried to queue PvP last week and it was a 21 minute uh, queue, which is not. Yeah, we waited there for like. Pretty much 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, like, oh, and yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, but, uh, I believe, Doc, you, you heard the guys over at Wildcast are also the same way. Yeah. I know some people are taking care of personal real life issues that we know, like Doom Kitty's taking, taking some personal stuff going on right now. Uh, some people have left. Some people are, are prepping for the drop. I know Wildcast is in, in the same position we're at where we're just kind of, we're itching to get in there. Like, while Halter's itching to, to work on, well, He's more itching to not have to re-rune everything. But, <laughs> and a lot of raiders are dreading the re-rune, the re-rune job. Like, we kind of know what's going on, but man, yeah, do the all over again. Anyway, moving on. Everyone's kind of on it standby, so we do apologize if we're not talking less about our escapades in-game. So we're going to jump into the Strange Tales of the Week. And first and foremost, we have another, another bit of PTR news. This time it's fast, it's wild, it's crazy. I'm going into the the spiel because apparently now you're going into the trust me, I wear a suit. We're going into the the spiel here. Hey, if we want to start doing voices, we can start doing voices. No, I don't, I don't, have, don't I don't challenge you with that, Doc. <laughs> I, 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 with your weird like homicidal crusty the ground voice. <laughs> that one was, but I, I got a so, bunch of them. Going back to the PTR, we have another new bit of information. It was super fast. It wasn't on the PTR very long. And they mentioned it, we mentioned it last week about a hoverboard race, right? Like, yeah. what? So this week they drop it on us and say, uh, this is called the Z Pre Invitational. 
So we're like, okay, what does that mean? And why are we doing this? And uh, they had uh, Downtown Brown on the live stream this week. And you will see different videos of all of it happening in the background. And he was like, well, whatever free time, quote unquote, we've had with, with Reloaded, a few of us have kind of playing around with assets and doing this kind of racing because it's kind of fun and we really like Back to the Future. So here you go. What do you guys think? And within 48 hours of the Z preemptational stuff going live and being tested, they got a ton of feedback. I wish I could say go to the PTR now and play it, but it already had been pulled off as of, I think, Thursday. And today's Sunday, so it's been a few days. Uh, I, I Did you guys get a chance to jump on and try it out? Um, yes. I I did not. Uh, I was about to, uh, but it, something happened. Yeah. <laughs> so what basically happens is sometime during October, right around the time that Shades Eve is supposed to happen, the Z Pre-Imitational is going to be unleashed. And it's going to have, at the start, three courses. The Celestion River Rush, White Veil Wipeout, and Savannah Speedway. You will get a quest from Doc Brown, and he will teleport you to these race areas. And from there... You do kind of like a checkpoint style system where you do a solemn run through these rings. You, you gather speed. Uh, you might have environmental hazards from the zone in your way. And, uh, and you basically race uh, like a time trial. Uh, you could technically like work something out with your friends on how to do an actual race race. That's that's a little more not connected to the, the quest that you're given itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's really, really fun. There's a few things that we, that we learned from it and a few opinions we have on it. But but in general, I thought it was really cool. And there's unique decor and three unique titles that are coming with it, mm-hmm. and uh, and a unique costume and a unique hoverboard, which we didn't get to see on live. Yeah, but we have a photo of it though. You have a photo of it. Do you know what the honestly what the race reminded me a lot of? And Go. I and I thought they were going to implement it way sooner. Um, was the uh, remember when we got our first drop? Um, when when we when the wall broke down. Uh, and we got to meet Drusera and do that whole thing. You remember that speed ring thing that we did? Like, where, so oh, like the where you turn into ring? when you you turn into that like ethereal deer thing? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought they were going like this is exactly what that led to, in my opinion. Like this is the epitome of 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 doing that, and a lot of people loved it and was like, Oh yeah, we were please we do were more. Giddy. Yeah, <laughs> did it. <laughs> It, yeah, it's like, please, I want, I want to do more of this. This was, this is wacky. This is crazy. This is cool. And, uh, and this is awesome. And I, I still think it fits with the Wildstar theme. And I think they're, this is another one of those things where I think it, it's allowing them to expand on their world. Like it, it's allowing them to move forward and make it more of a fun, like easy to play game. Like this doesn't take away from like how difficult it is. This doesn't take away from dungeoning, but it does add a whole nother like fun thing to do in game uh, to mess around with, you yeah. know, it's great. And I, I think the, like the way the race works mechanically is super awesome. I do have a couple of small gripes with it though. Uh, they are one. You can see the race even if you're not a part of it, like the whole entire track. You can see all the rings. You can see all that's the, kind of obnoxious. The yeah, all the the boosts and stuff. And it's it's I don't it kind of and <laughs> I've really been trying to avoid saying this when describing it, but I kind of can't because it's really the only thing that accurately describes it. It ruins my immersion. 
I know Wildstar that's isn't this, and like MMOs in general aren't the most immersive things in the world. But there's like a line for me, and that's past it. I Look think. at Ducks. I, I'm gonna say Ducks you know, MMOs are probably the most immersive. You think so? Their whole goal is to get you into this world and invested. Unless you're yeah, only invested there is different than immersive. Though. Like immersive. Well, shut up. Immersive. <laughs> it, to me, when I hear immersive, I think uh, like I believe this is real. And I can't believe that the Wildstar world is real when there are, like, floating checkpoint rings and, like, speed boosts on the ground and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's like in the way. Like, the tracks as fun as they were, they were they're, they tried to be out of the way of the zone, especially the Savannah run, which is in Daradune. It, it's, 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 it's obvious, like you said, in the way. You can see it if you're just leveling. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't like it. And I guess it's good for people to discover the content. They'll be like, oh, what does this ring do? And it's also nice that... uh the rings work for a speed boost outside of the race. So you can just like, if you see a boost, you can just drive through it. Um, so that's one of my gripes. The second one is I, some of the jumps, I don't know if they did this on purpose or not, but some of the jumps are uh, poorly placed and like, don't give you the right velocity to get through all the rings. And I'm actually, I think it's more of a racing game mechanic. Cause not every item is supposed to be completely gatherable in racing games. Sure. Your yeah. idea is to find the quickest path and point. Yeah. And I'm just, well, I, and, and that's all that's just me i guess like i i don't like seeing superfluous things but maybe, maybe that was on purpose and if that's the case then i'm not you know terribly upset about it well and th- there are like from the video that i'm watching some of them look like the the jump pads aren't even working like they ran through I it was, i think that was just like a collision glitch or something uh, I, I, when i was running them and i guess this doesn't prove anything but when i was running them i didn't have a problem with them working mm-hmm. it's just some of them were like oh i'm gonna launch you like 45 yards above your target <laughs> and then you'll like slowly fall down like what the fuck dude uh but again maybe that was intentional um yeah but they're fun oh the last gripe which i think all three of us shared this gripe would be you can't compete in the same race with multiple people you're just trying to get a good time you can all like start the race at the same time and go but it doesn't like at the end it would be nice just for my own it doesn't personal have- happiness to like rank you so like everybody's yeah. in this circle and then it starts all three of you at the same time. And then at the end, it says, like, first place was Indigo, second place was Crew, third place was Doc. Chat is giving you so much shit right now on your immersion. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. So I'm, I'm going to have to agree the the ranking stuff. I kind of wish was there. Give them a few more track. Give them a few more opportunities to do this. And I believe that you'll start seeing stuff like that. Not I just a leaderboard. So. Yeah. But you'll yeah, actually a see leaderboord would be super cool do your too. own races. As I was talking to Ian Pact, he said he and Katya were having a bit of a discussion about this. And Katya was... For those of you who don't know who did who pretty much kicked off or was a major inspiration for the racing trends in the game mm-hmm. and the housing trends in the game, uh, they were like, "Yeah, um, I'm fucked. I'm so bummed by this." And, I, and I'm like, "Why would he be? Why would he be bummed like this?" And Ian Pact was like, "Yeah, f- they feel that this is going to make the housing races completely unnecessary." And to that mark, they did say on the live stream, Downtown Brown did mention that this is only a temporary thing. Every Z Invitational, Z Pre Invitational will only be temporary. They didn't say how long they would last, mm-hmm. but uh, right now, all those decor pieces, those launch pads, those speed boosts, those rings are going to be bound to the ZP races only. And every every time they, people mention to them, can we please have this? 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 They'll get a little closer and closer to maybe we should unlock this for decor. Right. And so I'm going we'll, to say something to and I, I understand why Conti is worried, but I'll say this. Carbine will release a very few number of these races like real races in the wild star world they won't release very many and her races i've seen them 
first of all, it's really easy to spectate her races as like a player. You you can do it, it with these races, but you have to just like drive alongside the people with her races, especially the one I'm thinking of that's like has that big glass thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just kind of like pan yourself and like watch the race go down. And I think that adds a whole cool like dynamic to it. Second of all, sh- her races are way more complicated. Like her that's races aren't true. just make sure you h- get to this point. They're more like other obstacle people. courses. Yeah, they're more like obstacle courses that you have to do quickly and you're doing it with other people. I think she can still bring some value to that genre in this game. Um, and, and it's, it would be disappointing if she didn't have access to the tools that Wildstar has access to to make it, to give it that extra little push. But, uh, I still think her, her thing is completely different from what Wildstar is offering. And she yeah, has the opportunity to, story, yeah. to still do it. And honestly, if people like go and do these Wildstar races and like, this is so fun. Oh my God. And then they see a thread of hers that says, Hey, this is my housing plot. It has races on it. They're going to be like, yeah, let's go do that one too. And try so, it. You oh, know man, what I mean? Can you imagine if they release the decor items the speed for racing and the rings speed and boost and the jumps? I think that'd be super do, awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Let okay. me combo this. All right. The, combo breaker. The eventually be, the eventually released neighborhoods. And just like because they're one enormous racetrack. And, and they are saying, uh, Avid Guru did mention during Wildcast episode 71, which plug, 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 uh, during the PAX Prime meetup that, uh, they said, Hey, these neighborhoods you guys are still working on, will they be a loading screen or a bridge or will they be completely seamless in transition? And they said, Right now they're completely seamless in transition, which is good, which is honestly, I think the only way to implement that ish. Well, and, and the other thing is, is that I know I've said this, and I think you guys agree with me, but guys, Carbine, seriously, you have so many players that are creating amazing things in housing. Implement this in your world. Allow players to please make, like, allow them to make instances uh, uh, that you implement in the game. What are you pointing down at? I'm pointing down for at emphasis. You. Oh, okay. I'm like, what's happening? That's but, all emphasis. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that that's the thing is, like, Neverwinter Nights does this. They they turn around and give players the ability to make and build worlds and, and create things and then turn around and then take them because they say, hey, this is our property. If you make it and submit it, you submit this. We can then turn around and make this part of the world. In, Player- in their defense, the only um, thing they haven't given us yet is the ability to create start and ending points like quests and events. They've given us pretty much everything we've asked for. So I, I don't believe... That, uh, but, but the thing well, is, is that it's not a stuff. it's not a part of the world though. Is it's what true. I'm saying is that it's it's in housing, and you could go there if you know the specific person's name that is got a really awesome house, and you go to that person's house, or if or, you randomly stumble upon it with the would, visit random person's would, house. Would this compromise be good for you, Indigo? Okay. So instead of like putting it in the game world where you can stumble across it while you're leveling, you can have like kind of an LFG tool, but for housing. And it would be categorized like this is a jumping puzzle and then it would have a list of houses that have jumping puzzles and you click on them and get a screenshot of the house that the person can put like on their submission. And then like other categories like racing or just like cool like environments and and stuff like that. Would that yeah, work? I, I would yeah. be, that, that would be, because um, I think, that would, that I think would the problem, I think the problem with putting stuff in the game world is that it's too big. Like the game world's too big for the number of good things that are in housing that it wouldn't really get. Like people wouldn't really get the attention they deserve. You know what I mean? So whereas this can be like, and it could be community curated too. So you have this like 
this uh, racing category and below that you see all the people that have submitted a racing plot into this category. And like you just click on it, click visit, and you can go there, interact with the race, have a race, it'll be fun, and then like vote on whether it was good or not. You know what I mean? And then So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna simply say I think we all can agree with what Victorian Robot said in chat and quote, I keep wondering when they'll finally hire her. She <laughs> makes so many awesome things. And we're gonna I mean, show one of those today things off a little later in the podcast because holy yes, we are. shitballs. Holy <laughs> Oh hey, look at that. It, it, it matches. So it's not just the races that are happening. It's not just these cool, the core pieces that are currently locked to the races themselves. You're going to be getting a three distinct titles. I believe they're called the Hojo, Butthead, and something else. So you can literally have uh, Indigo Butthead as a title. Or Butthead Indigo. Yeah. I mean, it's fitting, but still. Uh, they're going to be temporary, anyways, only lasting... So. They're going to be only lasting for the duration of the Z Priest. That's the only time you'll be able to get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also some, like, they're kind of the core items, like lightning strikes and fire trails. They all have some themes going on with something. I'm trying to figure out where it is. Hoverboards and lightning strikes and 1.21 giga who's it's. Uh, and then there's these like costume pieces that look really familiar. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, there's, there's something like there's a, a connecting thread to all of this. Uh, Doctor Who? Yes, it's all about time travel and <laughs> no, space and shit. Don't be stupid. I mean, there's lightning strikes there. Guys, it's, right? yeah. no. it's obviously about, Star Wars. <laughs> or Star Trek, because it could be like the fire instead of the laser. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> National I mean, they didn't Ben Wilder. <laughs> well, it could also be Battlestar Galactica. Wait, I mean, no, I've that, actually that, forgot that, that new the movie was... that they're, they're celebrating oh the birthday of. <laughs> Back to the, Back to the future. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> God damn question, it. Ser- serious question. Yes. You've seen that movie, right? Absolutely. Okay. Hey, you know I have to ask you. I've also said Teen Wolf, seen Teen Wolf, so that's a thing. So you see Back to the Future and Teen Wolf, but you've never seen Predator? No. To this day. Oh, uh, hey, chat. Promising Tony that I would. At Tony Ray, at Karug, <laughs> go, watch, go watch Predator. Someone <laughs> owes somebody <laughs> a report. And, and, and hashtag Krug make your bed. No, my bed is red. <laughs> anyway. To finish up the Z Priest stuff, you are getting a brand new costume oh, piece. It's very reminiscent of Marnie McFly from, from, uh, Back to the Future, as well as we didn't get to see it in the PTR. There's a DeLorean style hoverboard. It is. And we're going to show the picture when we get to the deep dive because that's where the, the carbine people showed it off. And that segue. Yeah. That, that, oh my God, that was sexy. So this is not the first. This is not the last time we're going to have really fun in game events. In fact, for most of the rest of this year, Carbine had then brought up a upcoming in-game events preview saying, hey, October 15th through 18th, we're going to call this prestige in PvP. Basically, you jump into PvP, you're going to be going, you're getting double the prestige, uh, you get double the currency for it, supposedly don't quote me on that part, to be able to get your amps faster, which is odd because, oh, amp points, sorry, not, I, I don't get that part because all the amps are unlocked, whatever. Gear, cosmetic rewards for, for all the PvP stuff. Uh, just a heads up, uh, Shades Eve, I believe they said, what is gonna come out sometime in October? <laughs> uh, November 27th, 28th is a double XP weekend, so keep that, keep your calendars marked for that if oh, wait, you want to go. Hold on, you're, you're bearing the lead here, buddy. They, they're adding what? a whole new type of event, which you, you didn't touch on at all, because this is really cool. So they're adding a new category of event called bonus events, which is what Doc is just kind of jumping into talking about. Uh, and they're really Sorry. awesome. It's basically like scheduled bonuses for people that sign in during a certain period of time. 
And their end goal for these bonus events is to have one every weekend-ish. Like, that is the frequency they're going for for these bonus events. So every the first two, yeah. two that we know about, which are on the screen right now, are the uh, Prestige and PvP, which basically gets you uh, additional PvP in... Or, I'm sorry, additional Prestige from PvP. And then we have XP Explosion, which doubles your rate of XP gain. So if which is question. and the dates are are up on the screen and they'll be in the show notes too. So uh, so on that on November 27th through the 29th, if you're a subscription member, uh-huh. you are playing during that week and you are a part of a guild, you basically like kill one thing in insta level. Yeah, your right? first your first <laughs> quest takes you to level 35. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be nuts. No joke. So if you're one of those people that uh, um, are obsessed with doing every quest in each zone, you're SOL. <laughs> yeah, they, they want people at Endgame really you're gonna badly, have it. apparently. Yeah, they do. It's aneurysm. And not only that, it's not just those weekends they're going to be doing up. They did give us some hints on some of the upcoming holidays, which mm-hmm. Shades Eve we've done to death and will continue to do. But we know it's coming out in October, but no firm dates yet. It says October uh, 19th through November 2nd right there, home skillet. Well... <laughs> Boom! I got to it before chat got I, to it, so. I, I'm glad to be wrong in that case. Yep. October uh, 19th also, through November 2nd. They also mentioned Winterfest, and they say, quote, The Kodorsar Corporation is a nexus to enforce the shell. Had that, had that, had that. Let's try that again. The Protostar Corporation is on nexus and forced to celebrate the true reason for the season. Consumerism! Buy things, help Protostar sell things, and don't let the war on Winterfest undermine what really matters. And that's money. The greatest of all materialistic holidays will send players on adventures throughout Nexus, culminating in an instance where players from levels 10 through 50 can teleport to a big shopping spree in the sky, the Super Mall in the Sky to be exact, get scaled up to max level and rampage through shops, but try to escape before succumbing to the many overzealous sales clones. Holy effing crap! That's two months after Shades E, they're, uh, at least in theory, already topping themselves. Well, and what's awesome is they, they, they say that it will be, you'll be traveling all throughout Nexus, not just in Thade, not just in Ilium. It said you will be traveling all oh, around throughout Nexus. Well, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it'll be decorated. We can hope. No, 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 no. Oh, it, no, but it, the events. I don't expect like a complete world remakes. Like that's, that's, well, you are, mm-hmm. you are, <laughs> you're you a dick? huge dick. <laughs> um, no, I don't expect huge, uh, but I expect quests to take me out of the hub cities. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like go deliver and packages to so and so. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that'd be a great quest. You have like a sleigh and you have to like so, drop presents uh-huh. in people's chimneys. That'd be super cool. I, have, I have one request. Whatever. I have one request. Okay. Someone on the, on the design team thought of this. Everyone knows there's going to be a bunch of allusions to Christmas classics like Miracle on 34th Street or uh, Bad, hopefully Bad Santa, I'm hoping. Maybe Hope is like a drunken proto-star place just fed up with it. Um, and obviously, A Christmas Story. Uh-huh. Really hoping, based on this last uh, instance we're talking about, that there is some homage to Dawn of the Dead. Because this, there's so much satire within satire they could do with that one instance. It, it should be just a no-brainer. I, I that just piece to be too good. I please, I'm hoping because that's so, just right for it. There is a piece of information in this uh, deep dive that we did not go over that we probably should say out loud. December 18th through January 1st is Winterfest, according to this deep dive. So that's cool. Uh, Days may change. Now that's what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it says. Uh, so as for the the Winterfest specifics that we that we talked about, um, I 
I'm really excited to see the Super Mall in the sky. Like, really excited to see that. And it says, um, uh, but try to escape before succumbing to the many overzealous sales clones. Does that mean that we're going to fight Protostar employees? That sounds like we're either going to escape from them or fight them. Yeah, but do I get to use an ability that damages on a Protostar like spray that's what that's i'm saying is i hope this is I some want. allusion to dawn of the dead yeah sounds exactly like screams dawn of the dead yeah uh, krug have you ever seen that one no no what nope i'm done <laughs> doc's leaving all right bye no. and welcome to the new strange tales to matter space <laughs> all right i'm just removing doc's video welcome to the new strange tales to matter space it is uh it is you were not putting my headphones on for a very specific reason <laughs> He doesn't know that his video's gone, but I can still hear him. Anyways, uh, this is a holiday classic. Okay, fine. Maybe bathroom. not Christmas, but it's a classic. <laughs> uh, I am so sad right now. I'm just <laughs> welcome back, Doc. Oh, he's all right. All right. Uh, so yeah, there's that, and then we also have um the uh Zprex hoverboard, which you can see on the screen now. Looks sick. Looks really sick. Um, oh my god! It oh. has headlights. I've always wanted headlights on my hoverboard. I think that's super awesome. Um, I, I just hope I, you don't need tra- garbage to fuel it. That would be uh, great. Honestly, uh, it breaks down while we're escaping from the mall and I would leave your ass there so Protosaur overtakes you. Honestly, like, I haven't wanted to, like, go get a hoverboard, like, like spend money or, like, time to farm for a hoverboard. Because to me, they just all kind of like, meh, they, they, they look cool. They look cool. I'm not saying that they don't look cool. They just don't, like, they don't grab me. And this one, totally grabs me this what like even just even just the hoverboard looks really really cool yeah the hoverboard by itself looks great and the flare looks amazeballs like if this is going to be my hoverboard yeah oh yeah (sighs) okay there's also another in-game event and uh that's actually coming up really soon september 16th to be exact and that is going to be a time to go play pvp with the devs so just like the eu gathering was a few months back they would, hey, we're going to play Wall of Tiki practice zones with, with all of our EU players. Come on and join the fun. And obviously, they promptly got face smashed because people really love to kill developers. Yep. They're going to do the same thing here in NA. September 16th, 2015, from 5.30 to 7.30 Pacific time. So if you're on the East Coast, that's 8.30 to 10.30. On Entity, not Warhound. War, not Warhound. It'll be practice Walatiki only for obvious reasons. They want to get the most amount of players in there as possible. They don't want to break anybody off from rankings. There'll be devs on both sides. So, you know, just pick your side, I guess. Team. Just just, I'm- just realize that, you know, you're gimped by having a dev on your team. Right, exactly. Especially if it's time travel. Not that he's in time travel. Uh, no, time travel just watch everything from his ivory tower. <laughs> I saw him on watching the carnage happening. I bet that, uh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Time travel says battlegrounds are cross realms, so you can still participate oh, for more. True. So suck it, Doc. But here's the caveat. They learned something from the EU testing or the Actually, EU. Uh, th- no, this, this was also the case during the EU testing. Oh, it was? Yeah. I thought it, I thought it wasn't the case. No. They're going to be, they, as the in Carpine, the devs that are playing with us, are going to just deck themselves out in war plot gear. Which, what the fuck, so, guys? What the fuck? That's just them building. It's it's allowing them to be uh, um, level with every other player. Um, not with me. Not with me. That's not level with me. Now, 
So Indigo, now that means you have to put up or shut up now. <laughs> what? I know time travel can kick my ass. He has before. <laughs> like, like, that's not even a joke. No, I, I think the we last were time bash on time travel until he said something funny and shot. The last, the that last time we played, I think he, as an engineer, he had the highest heels and yes, the highest he damage. He did have the highest like healing 10K. and the highest damage by a lot. <laughs> it was more than 10k, if I remember what? correctly. Crap. See, and time travel is even saying that he's probably going to be on his live characters, which probably so, has like better than warp. It has like unreleased well, gear. First of all, warp. No one can get warp plot gear because no one's playing warp plots. No offense, not trying to be mean, but I'd love to play warp. I would love to play warp plot too, but you know, it's kind of it's kind of like we have been raiding. I'd love to raid. Now that I'm in raiding, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Now it's just like, hey, I want to be in a warp plot. <laughs> can we make this happen? <laughs> Give him we'll, see, cookie. we'll see. We'll see when reloaded drops. So that's what's going on. September 16th. What day is that? Uh, that is going to be a, ah, blah, 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 this coming Wednesday. Yep. So no matter when you hear this audio, if you hear it soon, it's been released or this live stream countdown, 72 hours. Let's go kill each other. It's not no matter when they could hear it like in a year, literally. This podcast is going to stay up. Well, if you're hearing it within a year, if you're hearing it within a year, you'll, you missed out. Yeah. You missed out. In fact, <laughs> this is, this is, Doc from the past talking to uh, Doc in the future. Uh, just don't do it. <laughs> You'll know what I mean. <laughs> Anyways, uh, come murder de- devs with us. Does that work or does it work the other way where Doc Brown has to go from the future to Doc Brown in the past? <laughs> or we could all as a group move it's to the, the future of this almanac. podcast by talking about the next fucking thing. See. But- and that's what I never be syndicated is because of those kind of words, Kurt. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> anyway, we, we do we'll have syndication, on. by the way. We have really I, simple syndication. Joke. It's called it's RSS. Jo- Thank you very much. We, ha- we have to hit 100 episodes first before we even can be considered for syndication. I made an RSS. What are you giggling at? <laughs> what Doc said. He said, he, Doc said we have to have at least 100 episodes before we can be considered to be for syndication. I don't understand why that's funny, but I believe <laughs> you. Syndication, you have to have a certain amount of episodes. They will purposefully yeah, keep, 100 episodes. They will purposefully keep on, sh- keep shows on even though it's failing just because they're close to syndication. All right. That's yeah. a silly way for that to work. Anyways. Anyways. My, let's, anyway, uh, let's move on to Strange Tales from the Community. <laughs> okay so you know how we were talking about katya not too long ago and how they were worried about racing uh taking a chunk out of uh house racing and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. yes i remember that well i don't know i don't know why carbine give them an application please i want what we're going to show in a little bit just right now to happen in game uh star wars Republic has hutball uh, Warcraft is a thought uh, of whatever they have for their PD battlegrounds. Oh, well, not a big deal. Uh, they, what, just why can we please have wild ball? Wild ball. For those of you listening to the audio version of this podcast is a, uh, something that Katya put on her plot. It is basically an add on that allows multiple people. And please forgive me if I'm getting this wrong, because fuck if I know how the carbine API works. Uh, it seems like it allows multiple people to interact with a single piece of decor at the same time using their character's abilities. So there's certain, certain abilities you could use. Yeah, there's certain, and I think that's just the way she programmed it. I don't think they're limited in any way. I, I think it's your base ability. Like you're like starting. I think there's more than one per character yeah. actually. Oh, but, okay. um, 
so yeah, it, 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 it basically allows all these people to interact with this, this piece of decor at the same time using their abilities. And so using that, she kind of splits people into teams. It looks like there's, uh, two teams of two in this round. Puts a ball decor item or a spherical shaped decor item in the middle of this arena that she built. And she has an add-on that like tracks the position of this ball. And when it passes through this, uh, archway on one of the two ends of this, uh, arena that she built, it like makes a cool like explosion of like smoke and stuff. Um, and, and so it's soccer. They're playing soccer. It's it's like it's like coding. If ball crosses line, then marker sounds. I'm sure that's very. She simple. even has. Yeah. If ball crosses yeah. line, <laughs> that's how coding works, everybody. <laughs> you can just talk simple. to your computer the same way you talk to <laughs> your friends. The computer, if ball crosses line, play sounds, and the computer's like, "I got it, buddy. Don't worry." <laughs> There's even a digital scoreboard that she has made too. Whenever whenever the ball crosses the goal, there's actually there's a digital scoreboard that does record the score. Oh, I think we lost Doc. Doc appears to be slightly frozen. Yeah. So uh, it can keep going from here. Yeah. Um, So Time Travel says that there are three or four abilities that actually will affect um, for each class. Um, But it's kind of funny because it it is totally not janky, but it's totally uh, not work. Like you can see sometimes when they hit, you can see like the decor item like movement piece like you know when you're uh, doing advanced editing and it's got the arrows all around the item it, it shows that same piece uh here uh she's making the game do shit it's not supposed to and i love her and i love that she's this mm-hmm. talented and this good yep um but yeah seriously uh carbine uh, just just hire her i know she's a doctor but just i mean is she yeah i did not know that that's interesting or at least she was going to be a doctor. I don't know if she got it. I don't know. Anyways, personal lives. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next thing that we're going to talk about is Idistinia's housing tour number 28. Uh, he is, uh, reckoning with these. He's, he's yeah, racking he's these up. Around, dude. Uh, Project Infinity, uh, which is, uh, Zed Docs, a Jabbit on Exile. Um, I have not had a chance to watch this video yet. I don't know if you have. I have. Uh, could you give a little description of it? Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I was in the middle of trying to get, uh, Doc back into the call. Uh, no, 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 I see it that. it has worked. Hey! Welcome, welcome back, Doc. How are you? I, I, what else? Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. We're Doc, talking about Idistinia's, uh, walkthrough. Correct. The, uh, the housing tour that he did. Oh, yeah. No, continue with that. I'll, I'll jump in on the next part. All oh, right. Man. Go for it, Krug. Uh, Doc, you need to talk about it because I'm having some issues myself. <laughs> I, I have. Oh, my God. It's just spreading. Damn you. Internet. Uh, this is Doc from the future going, no, shut it all down now. Something terrible is going on. <laughs> so the reason why I said I couldn't talk about it is I hadn't seen it until the show notes uh, this morning. Um, but now I'm going to talk about it while watching it at the same time because that's how skilled I am. Uh, so it kind of looks like a jungle, like, uh, uh, outdoors, like kind of like, uh, what is it called? Um, uh, what is it called? Those people that got lost on an island. Uh, are you talking about lost? No, no, no. Kind of like where they get lost on an island and they have to rebuild and they've got like coconuts for phones and stuff like that. Like just Gilligan's Island. (sighs) <sighs> Anyways, uh, so it's <laughs> very, Island? it's very, no, it's not. It's very Hunger like, 
it's very rustic. It's very wood. It's very like uh, um, island kind of refugee. Uh, Swiss Family Robinson. Yes. Thank you. That was obscure. Th- thank you. Uh, it's really not. I mean, especially if you have any form of uh, knowledge. Any of form of TV, knowledge? Fuck of you. TV and film. I hadn't finished. Thanks for being a dick before I could be. Uh, <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> um. <laughs> but it's it's really cool. Um it it's it's got a kitchen and I just think he always does really really amazing like cosplay, not cosplay but like uh RP stuff in in their houses. There's like a little movie theater. It, it's just all in all really fun and really cool. And again, another house that I like. It looks awesome and I will never ever be able to visit because it's not on my server. So well, that's why we like talking about the EU news because it's, it allows people to see us more to it than just our little side of the pond. Exactly. Uh, the next piece is an add-on watch. Which so, is, so here's the thing, guys. Okay, you ready for this one? You got this. Yes, one? Okay. I got this one. Um, so here's the thing: a lot of people were complaining lately about add-ons that weren't really working, or they're crashing with certain APIs. You had to force them to load, or they broke completely. Or people are really concerned about reloaded breaking a ton of add-ons. Well, we got a little bit of a break for a few add-ons, and there are useful add-ons, one of which is almost a must-have, and that's going to be gear. So gear allows you to, what was it, switch out your gear really simply. You set it up, and you just press a button and swap it out. That's getting ready for free-to-play, because the developer's back on, or a new developer's back on it, or the same developer. That's kind of nice. RuneMaster is actually going into its own PTR, or going into actual PTR for its own beta. So RuneMaster, if you didn't know, allows you to basically like easy easy mode your runes. You get to search for them and see what you needed uh, or how these runes are going to interact. And you just hit a button and you mass create runes and all that fun stuff. Am I correct? To have a studio. We're back. I agree. I agree. We need a studio. We need something. You know, need, nice all three like of a, us were in one location. Spot and say like Aliso Viejo where there was like a room <laughs> to use. If the three of us were in the same location and there was someone behind a computer that was using uh, personality everybody liked a lot. Yeah, maybe like uh, maybe it's like a minor phobia to weird things like insects. Or yeah, 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 yeah. We're perfectly refer- smooth. Yeah. Anyways, we're not constantly having crashes. Well, I mean, <laughs> the Wild Star streams aren't the most known for not having crashes either. But completely different story. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's so we're talking about Rune Master, correct? correct? Yes. Okay. So uh, with Rune Master. Um, with Rune Master, what it does is it shows all of your gear, and then it shows uh, what type of slot you have. So fire, you know, whoa, you're right. Okay, Doc's just coughing. I thought he was dying. Uh, and so it, it shows it shows all different things that you can use. And when you put in a rune, it will then, if you want to try to make another rune of the same time, it will block out all of the other runes with the same color um that you can't use on that item for example if you have two fire slots you can't use two assault 
fire slot runes uh, on the same item. So we'll automatically black those out, but it will show you where you can use it on other items. And it's just like a, a, a sheet that shows all of your items versus one item at a time, which is, yeah, I, I really it's like It's basically it. like the way most people do their runes from what I understand outside of this add-on is with a spreadsheet. It's basically a dynamic spreadsheet of whatever gear you happen to have equipped and then like all of the runes that can possibly fit in them. It's great. It's super awesome. Uh, and so they're going into beta to make sure everything works in PTR. Um, if you're in PTR, may as well, you know, install it and, and uh, go to the Reddit thread that we're going to link. Uh, if you have any issues, just so it can work when the actual, you know, launch of the app or the launch of free-to-play happens uh, so that we can all immediately have access to it and get our runes set and good to go. Because that's honestly, I was super worried about this. I think I talked about it last time. Um, and I'm really happy that he's doing a beta because I think he understands he or she. I don't know what the gender of the developer is, so I'm sorry if I got that wrong. Um, I just say the group. It's easier. Well, sure. I mean, I mean, the, the person's name is uh, Mr. I'm a Dude, so I would assume that it's that's a guy. not <laughs> the case. It, Did, that's not well, true. I almost fell for that. Indigo's trolling worse <laughs> than I am, which is very surprising. Well, uh, it's because you're so distracted anyway, it's, with all it's the technical just... issues. Someone's got to troll it up in here. <laughs> So it's not just gear and it's not just Rune Master that are getting ready for reloaded. It's also N Prime nameplates. So we all Woo! are a fan of N Prime. Use it all at one point in time. And luckily, user Chaos81 said, Hey guys, I'm going to be taking over N Prime nameplates and we're going to go back in business here. So we're going to have something reloaded. Yeah, yes. which is awesome because that was a really great add on. I'm sad it got discontinued. And I'm really happy that somebody picked up the code and is uh, forking it. So thank you. Thank you for the, the person who's doing that. Um, I'm going to go back to it when it's ready. <laughs> I really enjoyed M Prime. I thought it was nice. I thought it was really easy to read in the middle of chaos. And uh, I didn't think it was that resource heavy, too. So I'm glad. So it's not just those are hopefully not the only add ons that are going to get support for Reloaded. I really hope more developers come in and new developers, maybe new add on developers come in for Reloaded and go, well, you know what? We should do this for the game because I want it done this way. Please add on developers. Make some more stuff. So we're moving on from the add-on watch to some community stuff uh just some her other community media that you guys may or may not have heard of uh, if you've been following jazzy gaming she's doing a new show called nexus now Woo. her most recent episode has time's very own clover on which she uh, basically got to talk about all the fun stuff in wildstar and towards the end if you haven't had a chance to watch it uh god damn you uh they clover let it slip that she is doing a comic did she, did she say what it was going to be on? Uh, I did not watch uh, it. I just know that her and I have been talking about her wanting to put together an original comic. Um, so uh, Maybe we should I, just leave that be. Yeah. And not, I, I mean, you know. it will be a surprise when it comes out, which we will totally be pimping it out once it does come out. But, yes, we will. you know, all well, kinds yeah, of that's what we do. All kinds of pimps. <laughs> I'm just glad because I want to see more media. And I know there's some uh, Twitch threads that or Twitter threads that went around a few months back about, hey, we got a ton of awesome artists. We should do some more. And I was like, I want to draw shit right now. And then my shit broke. And uh, I know Fusspot does a ton of community stuff. I see some more other really good artists come up with some stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to see more and more artists can do it. So, yay, Clover. <laughs> uh, also, I mentioned earlier in the cast, Wildcast episode 71 is up there going over the free-to-play stuff. They're going over some of the pack stuff that Avaguru did in his time with uh, all the fun de developers. Yeah, I can't wait to listen so to please that because I really out. want to hear about that. He, it's, the, it's nice. The gathering thing he did. I haven't had a chance yet, but soon. 
Sweet. Yeah, he he did something he did something very special, which I thought was really, really cool. I, I don't I uh, um this is a touchy subject for a, a gaming podcast, but uh I like I I don't know about you guys, but I'm not very religious. Avid says, yeah, he's religious, and he figured, well, it, it's part of it, and it's part of the right, Wildcat right, stuff, right, and he whatever, just, whatever. I thought it was interesting. He said, hey, guys, uh, before PAX, on that Sunday, if you so choose, you don't have to be of my denomination if you're any kind of spiritual. Come with us. We'll have, like, a little gathering. I'm not going to push anything on you. I just want to have people that feel that, that had that need to congregate and, and, and be spiritual with whatever religion they're on to have a safe place uh, that just happen to be gamers. I thought that was very unique, and I thought that was very cool, where he was just all encompassing. He's like, you know what? I don't care if you're ex-religion or Muslim or religious or even atheist. If you guys want to come down for a little while, we'll have a whole thing together. We'll join up. We'll just kind of be ourselves and, and practice whatever faith we want real fast. Just a quick reprieve because people were traveling across the country for it. And then we can move on with our day. And I'm like, that's really, really cool. And then he got drunk. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how we end every story. <laughs> like at this point, like that's just kind of what we use instead of period. And then we got drunk. And then we drank. And then we got drunk. Then we drank so more. can I? Can I throw? This was us Long Beach. We were like, let's have lunch. And then we got drunk. <laughs> well, well, we, we didn't get drunk. drunk. Yeah, we had oh, a beer. Drunk. And we had a beer for dinner. But anyways, uh, can I throw a wrench in uh, Kareem's? I'm sorry, in Krug's because that's not his name. Uh, in Krug's uh, 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 life right now. Sure. Uh, I think this would be an awesome time to share with the audience uh, what we received from our good friends over at Geeks of Nexus Wild, the 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 Wildstar cast that they have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a great idea. See? See? Uh, so uh, last week, I believe Doc and Krug said we love Sparky's voice uh, over at Geeks of Nexus, and we want him to do an intro. And uh, this morning... You're sure, joking around, really. Sure as shit. <laughs> he sent us one, and it is awesome. Yep. Uh, I'm just not going to do any kind of voices anymore. I'm just going to let Sparky just <laughs> and not take care only, of it. Not only did he send us a recording of his voice, he also sent us an edited recording with, like, super epic music and sound effects in the background, which is what I'm going to play for all of you now. We're working on building some kind of uh, intro around this because it's mm-hmm. just too fucking great not to use. Yeah. But for now, we're just going to play it because we wanted a chance to say thank you to them for doing it for us. And and so here it is. If the other two of uh, my co-hosts could shut the fuck up for the duration, that would be super swell. And I'll tell them when they can talk again. That'd be awesome. Okay, thanks. Here you go. Five. Four. Three. Two, one. Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space. dancing the whole time <laughs> anyways he's 
did you just OD? That's what we got. I, I, I was I was saying that the the reason huh. why Krug has a bandage around his arm is because he OD'd. Oh no! It came with blood. <laughs> you dickholes. <laughs> um. Now I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, thank you, thank you, Geeks yes. and Nexus. Thank you. What you're gonna say is Sparky. Yeah. And and uh, I really don't know what to say. That was amazing. Our our EU brother anything and sister. We could Drake do Ass and for you. Please let us know. We would well, love to, to well, they, reciprocate well, this amazing generosity that you have shown us. Well, Spark, Krug did Spark, say maybe he can do to you. Well, uh, Sparky did say Sparky did Said say two things that he would appreciate. One, which was uh, let everyone know about Geeks and Nexus, and I we mention them on a regular basis, and I, we will continue to do that because they are another really really awesome Wild Star podcast. The second thing uh, he came up with the idea with, and I think we should uh, attempt to facilitate this, which is a Geeks of Nexus, STOS, and Wildcast yes. super podcast. Yes. We did this once you know. with, with Wildcast, and now that Geeks of Nexus is back, uh, I'm 100% down to do like a 19-person stream. <laughs> that would be so awesome. For those how how is your week section would be show? like seven days long. <laughs> so, yeah, right? So the uh, if you're more recent to the show, we did a version of that earlier later last year, a year in review with, with Wildcast and with uh, Sarkhan. I believe Onres as well. So that might happen again, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, and I think it would be kind of cool. We should, we should, uh, we should, I mean, this is what we always do, which is like uh, gi- giving you a little reveal behind the the veil, like a little. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that'd be a really good idea. No attention and behind. <laughs> yeah. So let's. We have two more bits and pieces of news, and these are not really news. This is just fun stuff. Yeah. These are so silly. look, here's the thing: we keep talking about free to play. Everyone's like, free to play is happening. We keep hyping this shit up, and if someone. A long time ago, that was officially with Carvine. I was like, you know what? No, 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 no. You will yeah. never, ever see Wildstar go free to play. Yeah. Well, I'm inclined to believe him now because Krug, can you please put that up on the screen? Sorry, guys. Uh, I just have to let you know that the end of days is here. The end of the world is happening on September 28th. They've already decreed it. We're boned. You will never play Wildstar free to play. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No free to play. Someone on the subreddit, the I end. forgot the name. I do apologize. The person on the subreddit, I do apologize for stealing your thing. I saw those fucking hilarious. That uh, yeah, no, we're they were right. We're never gonna have reloaded. Reloaded is je- reloaded is now the half life the half life three of the MMO community. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice, very nice. Anyways, uh, the the and so one more the, little bit the piece of news, of news that we just discussed was a joke. Please right don't take it seriously. If you do, that's what I got to say to you. <laughs> Moving on. For those those people. It's on from the, the mirror. If you if you honestly think the mirror, if you honestly think the mirror is a legit source of news, I'll show you this really cool site called The Onion, and they're never fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a bridge I want to sell you. <laughs> exactly. These magic beans. Yeah, they're for you, buddy. Anyway, just super funny, just random stuff. Welcome to the end of the world, I guess. Uh, one more bit of news. We've been talking about uh, the, the meeting at PAX, and we've already seen King Plush and, and his, all his glory, or we tried to, I should say. Wildstar's no no stranger to religious entities. 
either was the great cheese if you are an exile player you know who the great cheese is or the big cheese he's uh the hidden overlord of uh, a fade who apparently was overthrown by lifty all hell lifty but now we have a, a, a competitor to the throne and his name is saint steve Saint Steve! <laughs> He's so fucking weird. Okay, Doc, let me ask you a question. Please uh-huh. give us some context to this uh, this abomination that we're currently looking at. I'm trying. I also <laughs> found this on the subreddit. I'm going to give credit to the last two people. Uh, so here, they, where did they go? I'm gonna I, go. I, you know, I specifically asked him that question because I knew that he did not understand the context of this photograph. And I, honestly, just my personal opinion, I think that makes it way better. Like, even, <laughs> okay. even not realizing this is Wildstar, if we just cropped out like the, the, the unit frames down there in the chat that's showing in the bottom left, this would be hilarious to me. Cause it's just like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? This is a monstrosity. <laughs> Reddit user Underhall, he was the one that predicted the end of the world. He is he he's the he's the uh, the prophet. And as for our second prophet to the false lifty is Hakuna Mateo. That's a cool name. That's an awesome name, right? And so uh, it's it kind of so Saint Steve one is creepy as shit. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Something that should be in Shades Eve. Ooh. So he kind Ooh. of looks like like a uh, uh, 2016 Saint Steve like and, and Jack Shade. Nah, I was right. gonna say, but I don't think so. Well, it's funny because I'm as I'm looking at it, I'm pretty sure I can name most of the decor items to make him. <laughs> You're a dork, right? You're a huge dork. Oh, his chest <laughs> is a chest. Do you yeah. guys see that? Do you see the pun that they used? <laughs> <laughs> his chest is made out of a chest, it, but like his chest is in the part of his body is made out of a chest. As I'm like. The storage device used in medieval times, not the restaurant. No, the, I mean, I'm talking about the era. Anyways, all right. Um, Saint Steve already has a congregation in front of him, the Legion of Lops, who who've split off from King Plush in his reign to the safety and solidity of Saint Steve. So long as he never encroaches on Fade and Lifty's Lifty's ground, then I think we're all fine. I think they can live in harmony until then. Well, that that is until someone decides to like do a, a religious crusade. A random plushie just decides. That it's time to invade Hail Lifty's domain. Two new and factions can start the unholy crusade. Exiled Dominion. Yeah, there you go. Lifty and Saint Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wanted more choices. Here you go. I'll start reloading. <laughs> Welcome to the Dominion of Saint Steve. Nice. I demand patronage in blood. I'm happy. I'm happy with it. <laughs> it's just some of the randomness that are still still abound in Wildstar. We just I just wanted to showcase those things. And that's pretty much going to wrap it up for Strange Tales from Outer Space, Episode 62. Krug, where can we find you online? You can find me at KrugQT on the Twitters. You can, you know, talk to me there. I love talking on the Twitters. You can also email me. Uh, my email address is Krug at QTimes.com. That's Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S.com. You can also email all three of us simultaneously by sending an email to S-T-O-S at QTimes.com, which is spelled the same way as the other QTimes um, because they're the same it's the same domain. It's on the same email server. So that, that's, you know. Uh, what about you, Indigo? Uh, you can find me at Indigo Jones QT on Twitter. And then you can email me at Indigo at QTimes.com. Uh, and I think those are the best two ways to get a hold of me. I honestly, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm everywhere and every, anywhere. So 
Message one of us and we'll all see it. Oh, uh, you can also reach the entire group by uh, messaging us at underscore Q times on Twitter. Oh, that was good. We never mentioned that one. Yeah. And I always feel like ass afterwards. Yeah. So well, yeah. no, don't feel like that. Feel like <laughs> well, Q times is like the parent group of all of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Doc, what about you? Where can we find you? Best place to always get a hold of me because <laughs> I'm- I think he's on a delay, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go again. We won't interrupt you this time. Um, am, am, I, am I free to talk now? Yes. Yes. I did the bat. I did the bat. Go, go, do the thing. Okay, okay, okay. You can find me at DocQT on Twitter. That's the best way you're gonna want to get a hold of me. Uh, eventually, you'll all have a website. You guys can actually look at some of the stuff I'm doing on an art side, and maybe some wild art side as well. So that's gonna be it from Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode sixty-two. My name is Doc, and as always, I have to go. Bye, guys. And Krug. Um, goodbye. I mean, like, bye, you know? For everyone else in the stream, we'll see you on the after show in just a moment, everyone else. Goodbye. Okay, we're done. We can stop. <laughs> we don't need a freeze frame at the end. We can edit with.